1: So let's talk a little more college football. We hit on North Carolina. Their win total is sitting there at 7.5. Not too high on them. Also not low enough to go under with them. Just a stay-away team for me as of right now. But what about the North Carolina State Wolfpack? I won't ball hog here. I'll let you go first. They went 9-3 and three last season. I think they would have won double-digit games if they actually played their bowl game, which they did not. Your thoughts on the Wolfpack going into this season?
0: Well, I like them, Ryan. I know you're high on them. You, like you said, 9-3, and 6-2 and two in the ACC last year. But a lot of their guys really took advantage of that extra year that COVID allowed them to. The yeah. seniors, they got a lot of upperclassmen. And they got their guy, Devin Leary, returning at quarterback. He's going to be a name that people are going to hear a lot about this season. Obviously, the big thing with the offense outside of Leary is how are they going to replace Iggy Aquano. We know he went high in the NFL draft, top five pick. And when you have a quarterback like that who has injury issues, protecting his blind side, very, very key. Devin Carter returns and Thayer Thomas, two of their better receivers. Much like North Carolina, they have their top two and they're also looking for like a third guy. But in this offense, I don't think that hurts them as much. They're much more of a ground-and-pound, physical, pro-style kind of offense, so I don't think they'll hurt in that sense as much as the Tar Heels might if they don't find a third guy. And then, as for the running back room, Jordan Houston, it looks like, probably is going to be their guy, a little 5'10 running back. He's going to be solid. Offensively, though, Ryan, I mean, this team's it's all going to be about Devin Leary. If he is the Devin Leary that most people think he will be, North Carolina State's going to be a very good team this season, before we get into the defense, and I hear what you have to say about the offense, too, Dave Doran's the key, man. Yeah. I'm really not a believer in their head coach, Dave Dorn. I think he's fine, but I think in big games, his f- team fades a little too much, and NC State's going to be playing in, I think, quite a few big games this season.
1: Yeah, you know, a lot of people I talk to feel the same, man, and I was... So he was at Northern Illinois like years ago. I mean, this is his 10th season, and they haven't won 10 games at North Carolina State since 2002. If he doesn't get that done this year with this roster, he's never winning double-digit games, man. Like, this has to be their year. And I think that they're even a dark horse candidate maybe even to win the ACC. Not that I'm betting them because I continue to say Clemson is going to officially be back, especially after the season that they had last year, which I still can't believe DJ struggled that bad after. I know it was just a short sample size, but what he did against Notre Dame the year before, even in that loss, um, Thought he was gonna dude, win the Heisman, dude. He I, I, same here. <laughs> but I, I, I just think that they're gonna be much better with that defense. With Shipley, I think Shipley might be a Heisman candidate, and you're getting a really good price with him mm. if their offensive line actually stays healthy. But for NC State, it's the same thing. Like I'm a big fan of this team. I liked them a lot last year. They went nine and three. They bring back 17 returning starters last year. Like you said, they went six and two in conference play. Even though they played one of the tougher schedules, like they were projected to only win. There are some markets where you could actually take conference wins. Their conference win total, I'll never forget this last year because I hammered the over, it was only 2.5. And and they ended up going 6-2 and in conference play, man, even though they played a tough schedule. uh, They tripled that. They had big wins last year. They beat Clemson last year, people forget. I know that it was a down year for Clemson. But NC State beat them last year, man. They beat North Carolina last year. And they almost won their division title, but they lost to Wake Forest by three points. And I don't know if you remember that game. They played Wake on the road. And they actually outgained them 482 yards to 406 or something like that and still lost the game only by a field goal on the road. So they'll have some revenge on the mind this year. If they want to win the Atlantic Division, though, they're going to have to beat Clemson on the road. I don't know if that happens this year, but they're definitely contenders. You brought up Devin Larry. Started all 12 games last year. Had a five-game stretch where he looked like he could go pro. I mean, he had 300-yard passing games and five straight in conference play. Completed 65% of his passes for over 3,000 yards. If he protects the football... While also making those big plays like he did last year, man, 35 touchdowns to just five picks. He could have a ridiculous season. He only turned the ball over five times. Like you said, they lost their two top backs. They bring back Jordan Houston, who I think is like best friends with Q. Uh, he's from the DMV, I know, because every time we talk about NC State, Q brings him up. They also have a really good freshman, though. I like Michael Allen. I mean, what I have saw from like YouTube tapes and the spring game. Wide receivers, they're solid. They lost some guys from last year, some of Leary's favorite targets, but they do bring back his favorite deep threat, Devin Carter Jr. Uh, Therick Thomas is also a reliable target. He's got some experience. And then they have a Maryland transfer that they picked up as well, Daryl Jones, who actually made some plays last year in the Big Ten as well. Offensive line, last year they bring back four starters for the second straight season. That's why they put up those numbers offensively. So it doesn't really matter. That's my thing. I I don't think running back's an overrated position or anything like that, especially in college football. Look at guys like Kenneth Walker last year, you know, for Michigan State. But if you have a good offensive line and they bring back four starters again for a third third consecutive season, it doesn't really matter who you stick back there, right? And they have a combined 95 career starts. So again, like their O-line is a strength. And in the ACC, that matters, especially if you're going to go into Clemson and beat them with... Six defense, you know, with all those pros rushing your quarterback. They averaged around 33 points per game last year. I don't think they drop off. If anything, I think they get a little bit better. What are your thoughts on them defensively, though, man?
0: Oh, I mean, defensively, they're going to be fantastic. Last year, they allowed just 19.7 points per game, which was (laughs) second in the ACC, 14th nationally. They were second in the ACC with 15 interceptions, and they dealt with a ton of injuries. I think I saw a stat where... From their starting game to their final game against North Carolina, they had like five players who weren't playing against UNC in that final game. They dealt with the ton, and they're bringing a bunch of those guys back, Peyton Wilson, Isaiah Moore being a couple of them, guys that could have gone to the NFL, but because of their injuries, took that extra COVID year, and they're coming back. I think this defense is going to be really, really good. Outside of Clemson, probably the second-best defense in the ACC. You pair that with Leary and the offense— and NC State's got a really good, well-rounded team.
1: Yeah, completely agree. Clemson has the best defensive line, but I think they have the best defensive backs and linebackers in the conference, which is crazy because we're talking about North Carolina State. They've done a hell of a job. Like, even if you don't love Dave Doran, maybe the head coach, he's done a great job recruiting yeah. at NC State and getting guys to stick around, like you said, you know, and taking advantage of that extra COVID year in those injury filled seasons. They have a solid front. They do lose uh, Daniel Joseph, who I liked a lot, but they bring back a bunch of experience. They get their nose take because you talked about the injuries, man. So CJ Clark only played in a couple games. He got banged up last year, was on the injured list for the majority of the season. Uh, he comes back. They got him transferred out of Florida State last year, but he barely played. And I like him coming back, C.J. Clark, because last year, uh, Corey Durden actually was like playing some nose tackle. He's not a nose tackle, so they move him back to the defensive end. He played out of position last year and still had over four sacks. I think he's going to have a monster year, and their linebackers are all back. Drake Thomas led the team last year with over 100 tackles. Uh, they only gave up 19 points per game, like you said. They only gave up about 130 yards on the ground. They had over 30 sacks. Peyton Wilson's back. He was also injured last year. Isaiah Moore comes back for his senior year. He was a little bit dinged up last year. And then in the secondary, they only lose Chris Ingram. All four starters are back. They gave up only 332 yards per game with the 19 points last year. That's a solid defense. If they have, if they do the same thing this year, only give up 18-19 a game, score 35 per game, I think they're winning double-digit games. Like look at this, let's go through the schedule really yeah. quickly. At East Carolina, now they have lost their last three road openers, so you can't really sleepwalk, but they should be East Carolina. Then they get Charleston South. Uh, I was today years old when I found out Charleston South still has a football team. Then they get Texas Tech, who they've won four straight against. Doran is actually 22-1 at home against non-conference opponents, so that's one thing that they do do out of the conference is they beat up on the teams they should. They get UConn. They haven't played them since 2012, but they're yeah. 2-0 all time. They're starting four now. There's no way UConn knocks them off. No. Then week five, though, is when they go to Clemson. And they finally the broke that eight-game losing streak last year, but they haven't actually beat Clemson in Death Valley since 2002. Also, as road underdogs, they're going to be dogs in this game if you look at the uh, game of the year look-aheads. Mm-hmm. Three, eight, and one is road dogs since 2017. So that's what scares me a little bit.
0: Oh yeah, I don't think I don't think they're beating Clemson. I can already tell you I like the under in that game. That's going to be like a 20 to 13 Same here. kind of ball game, you know. But I like that. I think they start 4-0, lose to Clemson, and then they get kind of in this stretch of ACC teams where they're honestly going to be favored in probably every remaining game that they have. Home against Florida State, at Syracuse, home against Virginia Tech, home against Wake, and BC at Louisville and UNC to end the year. Wake and UNC are probably the two toughest games of those that just read off. But, you know, Louisville could be tricky. We'll see with Cunningham coming back. That could be a tough game. BC, I love me some Jeff Happley, what he's building. They're probably going to be a bowl team this season, like six, seven wins. Syracuse, I know a lot of people that think Syracuse could be a sneaky team, maybe make a bowl this season. So North Carolina State definitely has the talent to go over this eight and a half and get nine wins. It's just kind of going to come down to what UNC had to deal with last year. Yeah. You have all these expectations. Can you fulfill them? Because you're going to you're gonna get off to a 4-0 start, and then you're probably going to lose to Clemson. So if you're NC State, is that Clemson loss going to derail your season? Because these guys beat Clemson last year. They know what that yeah. feels like. Yeah. They're going to expect to win that game. So if you lose to Clemson, is that going to set you down the wrong path? And that's the fear that you have with NC State is how they're going to come out of that game against Clemson.
1: If they beat them in Death Valley for the first time since 2002, man, they, they I mean, they are going to be... Think they can run the table? I, I think they might. Well, let's look at it like this. All right, so Florida State, they've won four of the last five against Florida State. And even when Florida State was relevant... NC State, for some reason, has always been a really good bet against the spread. 16-4-1 against the spread, all-time against Florida State. I had to like triple-check that. I still can't believe it. Wow. Uh, then they get Syracuse. I don't really know about Cuse this year, but they're getting them off the bye. They lead the all-time series, though, 13-2. There's no They have no business lo- losing that game. Then they get the bye. Then they get Virginia Tech, but they also get Virginia Tech off a of bye. Mm-hmm. They've lost five straight to them. That is going to actually be... They should beat Virginia Tech this year, but that's going to be a sneaky game. Wake Forest, the home team. You always got to go with the home team in that series. Twenty-one and four in that series. Twenty and five against the spread. Uh, you brought up maybe taking the under. You know you're going to take the under in that Clemson game. I'm going to take the under in the Boston College game. The under has hit six of the last seven times those two teams have played. Louisville, they've won three of the last four, but I actually kind of like them this year. And uh, then you got North Carolina. And uh, NC State's won four of the last six, five of seven even in Chapel Hill. So I think they win ten games. At worst, nine. I do do, do definitely think they go over the eight and a half. So that's one of my favorite bets, actually, in college football and in that conference is NC State. Wow.
0: Does it worry you at all that they're at eight and a half, they won nine games last year, and their team's arguably better this year? Does, like, that worry you at all? Yeah,
1: everything usually worries me with these win totals with college football now, especially with the transfer portal, man. You know, all these guys that move on. Um, and especially, I, I, and again, the the reason I really like, uh, NC state though, is even if you don't like Dave Doran, they actually bring back their entire coaching staff. There's so much change just in that conference this Mm -hmm. year. Also that conference is loaded. We talked about Miami last night, their win total sitting there at eight and a half. And they had some big upset wins the second half of the season when they finally made the switch over to Van Dyke. Uh, he's going to have a monster year. It's going to be really competitive in the ACC and, it's crazy to say that because for the last how many years it's just been pretty much Clemson beating up on everybody, and they've been the easiest bet to make as far as win totals and conference futures and getting into the college football playoff because we just find these like two teams to hype up every year. Last year it was Carolina; they were not a top fifteen team, like no. they had no business being no. a top fifteen team. And there were some surprise teams, so uh, we'll see what happens this year. But I just I can't wait to get going, man.